Hey, good morning. Sorry, friends, we're a few minutes late this morning for Facebook Live here at Grace Point. Uh, they switched the <laughs> the buttons on our uh, on our on our iPhones for Facebook settings, so I could not find the live button <laughs> to go live. So I go run into Pastor Jared, and he couldn't find it, and. Finally, through uh, kind of pushing a bunch of buttons, we finally found the go live button. So we're uh, we're ready to go. Sorry about the uh, delay. Hey, you know we. Uh, I was thinking a lot about our Wednesdays. You know that on on Mondays, Pastor Jared uh, does a follow up, kind of a deeper dive into his sermon from the day before, and just some additional thoughts uh, to carry with it and. Uh, those are great. Um, so Wednesdays, uh, we kind of uh, leave it up to me to figure out what's the next step to do. And and as you know, my passion over the last number of months has been to get us thinking about our life outside of the church. Since we can't gather as much, uh, what does it mean that God has given us this extra space and extra time outside of the church? And how might he want to use that. And so in the fall, we talked about living sent, being kind of li- living as people who are sent by Christ into the world and how every one of our moments is being sent to the people around us. And so I want to keep that idea going, but to kind of narrow that and make it a little bit more practical, uh, as we moved into January, I've been talking about this initiative that I discovered, and it's a website, blesseveryhome.com. In fact, just a few minutes ago, I pushed send on one more email to uh, those of you who are on our email list, and you'll see the update on how many people are being lights in their neighborhood uh, and uh, uh, through this blesseveryhome.com uh, website. 43 lights we have now from Grace Point, 1,619 households being prayed for. That is so awesome. So I want to encourage you to check that out. In the email, I give you a link to go sign up on our Grace Point link for Bless Every Home. Uh, But also in there, I have a link to an instructional video I made a week ago Uh, that just walks you through how to get started, how to sign up for it, what are some of the features in there. Uh, You can kind of customize your dashboard. You can pray for five households or you can pray for 40. You can tell your dashboard on that site what you want to be praying for. You can map out your neighborhood and kind of where you want the parameters of those you pray for. Well, anyway, yesterday I was thinking, uh, or the last couple of days I was thinking, well, maybe I just need to start something new on these Wednesdays, maybe a whole new Bible study. And and I'm I'm giving that some thought. But even just yesterday, I listened to uh, a couple of different uh, podcasts, and it just so happened that on those podcasts, they were thinking just like we were. It was one that was kind of an ongoing church leader, and another one was a pastor, and talking about the importance of, of paying attention making an impact in the world around us. And one of the guys went so far as to say, you know, we're going to be judged as in part as, as a church on how we made an impact during this coronavirus season. So I thought, wow, I, I, guess, I guess we need to keep going with this a little bit more. And so I have a new idea I want us to do over the next several weeks. And it's around this word, bless. 
You know, the, the website I've been talking about is blesseveryhome.com. And that's the link that I gave you in the email I sent out. And, and by the way, if you don't have our email, you can actually go onto that website and just sign up. And it'll give you a chance in there to connect with Grace Point, with the church. So you don't have to use our link. That just makes saves you one extra step. But I want to take that word bless in there. And I want to kind of roll that out in a way that gets us thinking about how we can even just use that word as an acronym uh, to begin to uh, make a difference in our neighborhoods. And it starts with B, and it is the word begin. And it means, for me, it means begin with prayer. That's exactly what that website does, is it challenges us to just, if we do nothing else, just begin to pray for the neighbors around you. And what that website does, is it maps out the neighbors around you and those households, and it gives you their names. And you can go in and edit those names if you know that somebody has moved and somebody new has moved in and you've learned their name. But it starts by beginning with prayer. That's the B in blessed that I want you to remember. Begin with prayer. Why do we do that? Because we know that we make little difference in the lives of people. But we know that God makes all the difference. But it just so happens that God wants to use us. So prayer not only kind of tells God, hey, I want to be in tune with my neighbors and I know you can make a difference in their lives. But prayer also gets us in tune with the Holy Spirit and how the Holy Spirit might want to use us in praying for them and in getting to know them and blessing those neighbors along the way. You know, Corey Ten Boom, the Holocaust survivor, at one point uh, said these words. She said, we never know how God will answer our prayers, but we can expect that he will get us involved in his plan for that answer. We never know how God will answer our prayers, but we can expect that he will get us involved in his plan for that answer. Uh, when we begin with prayer, we call upon God to make a difference with our neighbors, and we also open ourselves to the Spirit leading us. You know, one of the pastors I was reading talked about uh, one of the disciplines he does in his prayer time, of course, we, we often have a kind of a checklist of people, and that's exactly what this Bless Every Home thing does, is it gives us five names each day in our email of our neighbors to pray for. Uh, so it kind of creates a discipline for us to begin to pray for those people. Um, but one of the things he said is that after he gets down his list of praying for people and his family and other concerns that he has, he always in his journal, and whether you, whether you actually write in a journal or whether you use this just as kind of a metaphor like a journal in your brain or a journal in your heart, is he says near the bottom of the page he always write, kind of draws a line with a little space below that line, and then he just takes a few minutes to sit and to listen to what the Lord might want to say to him out of that prayer time. So often we think of prayer as talking at people or talking at God, bringing our list of things, in, and I think he delights in that. I think he delights to know that 
out of our heart and out of our mind flows names of people that we love and we care for. Some of you already know that that one of the one of the burdens on the heart of our family right now is my brother-in-law Chad, um, who even as we speak is down at Mayo undergoing radiation and chemo treatment treatments for an aggressive brain, for multiple brain tumors that he's dealing with right now. And we're praying for a miracle, but just like my brother-in-law Chad and my sister and all of my nieces and nephews, as we're lifting up Chad, we all have names of people. And hopefully through this blesseveryhome.com thing, one of the, some of the names that will come to mind regularly for us, and I think it'll just be really fun, especially as we can get out more in the spring and summer, and we've prayed for all these names, and then we begin to notice their homes, and we begin to notice their coming and going, and we begin to connect those names with those faces, and we... We, we, we find creative ways to say hello and to nab them before the garage door goes down and to wave at them and, and maybe at some point begin to serve them in some special ways. But, but we all have those names that come to the surface when we begin to pray. But there also comes a point in prayer where we draw that line and we say, God, how do you want me to be available today. How do you want me to be available today? Let me tell you about Dean. Dean was in college ministry. I was in college ministry for a long time. What an energizing setting. But Dean was involved in college ministry. Uh, and one of the disciplines he would do every day is was just to, to say, Lord, help me to be aware of those I pass by every day. Give me a divine appointment today. Give me some interaction with somebody and help me to know that that's the person I'm supposed to talk to. And and so uh, amazing things would happen with Dean simply because he opened himself in prayer and uh, made himself available. Because kind of that drawing that line and opening ourselves to what God might want to say, to listening to God, not just our checklist of people, which is wonderful, but below the line where we just sense God giving us a word to speak to somebody or God putting a name in our minds. And it might be one of those names we just prayed for, but it might just be uh, some other thing he calls us to. Uh, but it, that also becomes a metaphor for even how we walk in our life, like Dean was trying to do, was just walking with that sense of listening to the Lord, listening for God's voice, paying attention to where he was being led into who he was being led to speak to. Well, one day he had an appointment that canceled and rather than checking his email and checking his Twitter and uh, all those things we do to fill space in our times, he decided he would just pause and once again pray, Lord, in that space of time, Lord, what do you, what do you, who do you want me to speak to today? What do you want me to be aware of? And the name Janice came to mind and he knew the Janice that he thought God was leaning him towards, and he just sat and prayed a little more, and, and once again, now her face came to mind. And, and so he thought, I need to somehow connect with Janice, and so he wrote her just a simple text or email and said, Janice would, would love to just have coffee with you. And Janice, uh, and, he, and he said the next, he had said that for the next morning, or actually it was that morning, uh, that uh, that he had done that. 
Well, Janice was somebody who did not really grow up in the church, did not know a lot about faith, did not know, know a lot about about Jesus, did not know a lot, but but had begun to open herself to exploring, was certainly searching, had even gone to some small group kinds of things, but, but was always a little nervous because she didn't know what everybody else knew. And then that next morning, that morning, she gets a she gets a text and email from Dean, and she says, "Yeah, let's let's have coffee." And so they got together that afternoon, and Dean said, "Janice, I don't know, I don't know why, but I God put your name and your face in my mind, and somehow God said to me, I need to tell you more about Jesus." And at that point, Janice just kind of teared up and began to kind of break down and. And, and Dean thought he had done something wrong. And he said, Janice, don't, I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to come on so strong. I didn't mean to be so bold. And Janice stopped Dean and said, Dean, I went to a Bible study last night on my residence hall floor. And out of that Bible study, I learned a little bit more about Jesus. And all night I began to ask, Lord, who are you? And and what does it mean to walk with you? And what does it mean to have you in my life? And so this morning I prayed, Lord, would you bring somebody into my life today that would teach me about Jesus? And here's Dean sitting across from her, having gotten a message from the Lord, having created space in his prayer time for God to put that vision in his mind to meet with Janice and to share about Jesus with her. God, why do we pray? Why do we begin with prayer? Because God moves. God works. God is doing things behind the scenes, even with those neighbors in our neighborhood or those people on our apartment floor or our dorm floor, whatever it might be. God is at work right now. And if we open the space in our lives for God, by the power of his Holy Spirit, to put names in our minds to to put promptings on our heart uh we will see amazing things happen we will see impact we will see people blessed because of god wants to do with them lord we thank you that you have chosen to use us as frail and as feeble as we are sometimes as self-centered as we get sometimes lord we pray that you, we would open ourselves to you in a new way, that we would not just tell you names, but we would listen for promptings from you, that we would open the space below the line to say, Lord, who do you want us to connect with today? Who do you want us to bless today? And in so doing, trust that you will, in fact, use us, just as Corey Tin Boom talked about, to be the answer for someone else. We give you thanks, Jesus, because of who you are. In the name of Christ, amen. Hey, have a great day. Be blessed.